Welcome to Breaking Bread. My name is Sabrina and I am the creator and the host. I am looking forward to having dinner with you and that is the essence of what Breaking Bread is about. It is about the art of conversation, about the exchange that we can have, things that are breaking the internet, breaking culture, and in some cases, breaking society. I will be joined by five guests, all strangers. They don't know the topics, but what we are doing is creating the organic conversation. Now, it will be unfiltered. All views around the table are welcome. And so let me say, trigger warning, there may be some topics that we address, positions that people have that may be triggering for you. So viewer discretion is advised. Now with that, grab your food, your drink, and join us around the table as we break bread. The reason why I'm on this travel theme mm -hmm. is because I think we all have, to a degree and whatever level that may be, the privilege of traveling and going to places and being able to explore various things. Mm -hmm. But we are in a country in the United Kingdom where that is not the case for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen that where people are <clears throat> sometimes brought to the United Kingdom either on their own, brought here because of circumstances beyond their control, or brought here because of other factors. And one such group are Ukrainian refugees. Mm -hmm who have been coming into the country because of what's happening at <clears throat> home. And so I saw a recent research that Channel 4 did about how uh, Ukrainians are adapting into the United Kingdom. And it was an interesting watch for me because they are struggling, not all of them. Now remember, there's about circa 100,000 Ukraine refugees that have come into the United Kingdom, mostly women and children. Some of them are really struggling with the ethnic diversity in the United Kingdom. Uh, looking at the Asian population, the Muslim population, and finding it very difficult to adapt and, and live in that way and coexist in that way. Again, not everyone, but this is what the report was uncovering. Um, to the point where one woman who was in a placement actually requested to be moved from that placement because of the, the amount of ethnic diversity that was in her area. Wow. At the same time, we have our prime minister talking about <clears throat> people seeking asylum in the UK and uh, Rwanda being one of the safe alternative countries along with Albania and others. So question for the group, should a Ukrainian refugee, if they're finding it difficult to adapt to the UK, be sent to Rwanda? <laughs> That's the question. Do you think they should be sent? Yes or no? So the first thing I'm going to do is ask you for positions, yes or no. And then I'm going to ask what's your um, context, why you think the way you do, for us to gain understanding, and then challenge each other's position. OK? All right. So this time around, I'm going to go clockwise. So yes or no. Uh, should Ukrainian refugees be sent to Rwanda if they can't adapt in the United Kingdom? Yes or no? Laura? No. No. Onu, yes or no? No. No. Camille, yes or no? No. Paul, yes or no? Um, no. Okay. I like this. A table in unison. 
So let me hear your nose and why nose, and then I want to unpack a little more the issue. Okay, so you said no. Uh, why no? Um, <clears throat> I think the first thing that made me say no was the way the question was phrased in terms of should be sent to. Mm -hmm. um, I come from a country, I come from Lebanon, which is a country that has, you know, lived a lot in terms of wars and etc. So we've had to flee the country twice with my family. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's um, you really entirely lose control of absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, being sent to somewhere, even if it is being sent to this ideal place that doesn't exist and is beautiful, still feels very much as completely out of your control in terms of where you're going, how you're going, why you're going, etc. And uh, I just don't think it should be anybody else's decision. Uh, so it was not specific to Ukrainian or to Rwanda, just to the fact as that a as a principle, I think it's, yeah, it, it is not a time to completely take even more control out of someone. Oh, no, why no for you? I fundamentally disagree with the, the, the uh, political decision to send, to have chosen Rwanda as a, as a, as a country to, to dump people who have made their way, legally, illegally, however they've made their way, they're here, they've come here to, in the majority of cases, to want to better their position. They've left you know, really, really, really atrocious, some, not all, have left atrocious circumstances to get to the UK and have gone through the unimaginable to get here as well. And then to suddenly, summarily, all be collected, herded. I mean, this is almost, it's not like, but it's almost like going back to, you know, you know the, the, the Second World War and, and herding people on, on, on trains and mm -hmm. shipping them off to... To wherever, <clears throat> yes, I'm not. I'm, this is not an issue about Rwanda. There's nothing wrong with Rwanda. Rwanda's done an amazing turnaround since its own issues uh, as a, as a nation, as a country, and uh, and uh, it's not about Rwanda not being a good or safe place. It's just about the principle is all wrong. You cannot have heard people somewhere else without you know that you're moving their choices. As Lara rightly points out, you, they, their choice has been removed. They're just being, yeah, there's no decision-making of their own. There's no free will involved. It's just, yeah, this is what we're going to do. We don't, we don't think, we as a, as, a, as a, not even as a nation, as a government. It's a government decision, not a nation decision. It's a government's decision. This is what we're going to do because, oh, a few people are upset about the number of migrants uh, that are in the so country. To be very clear, yeah. um, because it's important for me to bring in the facts, the only migrants being subjected to that aren't Ukrainian refugees. Mm -hmm. That yes. conversation's only happened with all the other mm -hmm. migrants, predominantly black, brown migrants coming into the country. Yeah. The Ukrainian refugees have choice. So I just want to make sure that that fact is, is pointed out. But, but the, even, if, even if they were to be included in mm -hmm. that, I would still hold the same position that no. The fact that some of them are struggling to adapt uh, to our ways, nah, you know, it's, it's like I always say, when in Rome, do as Romans do. You know, I, I've lived in other countries and you know, I had to adapt to how they were. And if I didn't want to, if I didn't like it there, then I left. 
And so, so I'm not saying the, they, can't leave, they, they can't. They can't. Well, no, from the Ukrainian standpoint, I'm, I'm pretty sure they can leave. They can go so, so go somewhere else if they so decide to. I'm not saying they're herded onto anything or moved on, but if they make their free, they've got much more choice in the as to what they where they can or can't go. So let's let's come back to that because that let's come back to that because I want to make sure that Camille and Paul says they know then that we can unpack the the various things that are aligned to that. So Camille, you said no. Why no? Um, I think similar to some of the elements that have already been discussed. So for me, on the one hand, the fact that you've been saved, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're getting picky about who's living in your neighbourhood. I've got an issue with that. So even though I appreciate people who have gone through trauma, they're fleeing war. I even know that black people went over to Ukraine to help people and were being racially abused. I've got issues with that. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, really? What, you suddenly want second, third and fourth chances? You've got people in this country who can just about get a home. So no, um, I don't think they should have a certain amount of choice like that. And two, when it comes to Rwanda, I think the whole um, Rwanda issue is absolutely disgusting um, that you would be sending other immigrants to Rwanda who who've probably fleed from a country, mm. taking X amount of hours just to get here, and then you're going to say, oh, by the way, we're going to ship you somewhere else, nine hours. I think, I think all of it is a hot mess, personally. And again, nothing wrong with Rwanda, um, but I think it's outrageous what our government is doing. Paul, you said no. Yeah, um, my opinion is real simple. I don't think they should be sending anybody anywhere. I don't think they have the, um, the moral right to do that. Okay. So let's get into this a little more, right? So the principle around the table is nobody should be sent anywhere. Acknowledge. The issue is, it's not just adapting, it's not adapting to our ways. The issue is they are finding it difficult to coexist with ethnically diverse Britain. Britain is very ethnically diverse. So since sending them somewhere, as in one of the safe alternatives, which is what the government is saying, that other migrants are subjected to, Mm Should we care that they find it difficult to adapt to an ethically diverse Britain? Should we care? Yes or no? Although counterclockwise, yes or no? Um, yes, we should care. We'll stop there. Oh, sorry. Yes or no? Yeah, I'll say a yes, we should care. I believe in being caring. I'm gonna be getting there. We're getting there. It doesn't sound like um, it doesn't sound like 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 that yet. Um, Yes or no? Uh, Yes. We should care. Yes. Okay. Yes or no? Yeah, we should definitely care. Okay. Mm. So no, they shouldn't go. Yes, we should care that they're finding it difficult to adapt to an ethically diverse UK. Camille? She, she wants, she's got, she's got <laughs> plenty to say. <laughs> no, I think, I, I believe in being a caring and compassionate person. My thing is, all right, you want to go out to the countryside? Let's take you up to the countryside, yeah? And let's see how white England then treats you. Hmm. So are you changing your position? Yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> so what's your position, yes or no? Then I'm going to say... Saying no doesn't mean you're oh, not a caring person. Okay. I'm going to say no then. Okay. So let's see what the shoe looks like on the other foot, that you're having difficulties being more in Britain. But I said, let's see how you go somewhere else that's more white, that you think will be more accepting of you, and then watch the ride when you see that they want you to leave. Okay. So, um, no, we shouldn't care. Yes, we should care from everybody else on the table. 
What do you mean by care? Well, yeah, when you when because you say, like I'm not going to go find I, I, care. I understood it from my <laughs> perspective. I was understanding that yes, we should care from an outrage position because I care because. I find it disgusting that they have that 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 feeling. That's where I'm coming from. Okay. So when I say yes, that's what I'm referring to. But if you, if I'm supposed to say if saying You're not no, supposed to say anything. You're no, no, no. But if saying no means that my outrage is in the right direction, then I'm no. So I'm just trying to yeah. Good. So to clarify, mm -hmm. I don't clarify for you. It's how you interpret the question and right. how you want to respond to it. There is no right or wrong answer. Can I? Yeah, so I, I think to me the reason I said yes is because I understood care to be pay attention to the fact that this is happening, mm -hmm. i.e. Mm -hmm. not ignore that it's happening. Correct. And so this is why I said yes. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you, Camille. I think it's, it's, it's outrageous that you get saved and then all of a sudden you, you can't even try to adapt to where you are. Um, I also understand that they are... Sometimes it does not come from a place of um, um, maliciousness, but from a place of complete ignorance and where you've grown up. And coming from Lebanon, I can tell you plenty of anecdotes in that space. Uh, so th I, this is why I was saying, yes, you should care. I, you should acknowledge that it's happening. You should try to understand why it's happening and what the impact of that could be. The impact could be crime, which is about to, for everybody. Uh, but the next question is what to do, and this is where I think is the, the the more interesting conversation to have, rather than whether or not we should acknowledge it. This, I guess, would be my position or my um, yeah explanation of how I interpreted care. Okay, and Paul, anything else to add? And I'll talk to you. Talk, come back to why mm. I am acknowledging it in that way. I'm saying yes, we should care because. Um, it, it, it's not the first time we're, that England's been in this place, you know, where um, people come in and there's a, a problem with integration, mm -hmm. right? And I'm saying that the way the the way things have been dealt with in the past created a lot of problems that went on for a long time. So um, we what we should be thinking about is how we can learn from the past and have a better integration strategy for people coming in the country so we can be more productive. Mm -hmm. So let's go a, little, sorry, a level sorry, deeper. No, no, I don't agree with that. Don't agree with what? With what Paul's just strategy. said. Yeah. Because I know what you're, you might, okay, I'm assuming I know what you're referring to. Um, when, you're talk, when you say what you just said, where, for example, when black people came over in the 60s, the Windrush, mm -hmm. and how how we were treated, or how our parents were treated. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, to, and to me, that's different. Just one second, Onu. Was that what you meant? Because we can't, I want to make sure we're yeah, clear sorry. on what you're saying before we challenge. Were yeah. you referring to the Windrush and how black people were integrated into the UK, or did you mean something else? And I'm, I'm, um, I'm saying that's... That, that's the most obvious example, but there are also other other examples. But yeah, that's that's, that's the one that I'm most familiar with. Yeah, but okay. I'm saying that there were there, there were other. No, no, times that's fine. But I just want to make sure we're not that Ona's so, not responding I mean, to something that you didn't mean. Yeah. That's what you. No, meant. I accept what you said. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So only go ahead. So, so wh where I disagree with that is that mm -hmm. that the premise is slightly different because um, we our parents came over 
uh, as invitees to the, to the mm -hmm. nation, and it was the indigenous people who were anti. What we're talking about, the Ukrainians, are Ukrainians have come over, and it's not the indigenous that are anti, it's them. <laughs> that yeah. are being anti to the environment that yeah. they find yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. in. And that's why, that's the only reason I, I, I disagree. I'm not disagreeing with everything else that you said, but I, I'm disagreeing with the, with the premise on that. Right, and so I'm coming from the point of view of being solution-orientated, right? So that um, when you like um, Laura was saying about um, coming in from Lebanon and, 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 and uh, people having different attitudes based on where they grew up. I mean, before the war in Ukraine, I hadn't heard, heard of Ukraine. I didn't even know where it was. I thought it was part of Russia. Now, that would, that would offend them, but I, the fact is, I didn't know about it. I didn't, you know, it was some, wasn't something on my radar, right? Um, and, you know, then you think about them previously all being part of uh, USSR and the difficulty of traveling and their, and their connection with other people, right? I'm like, for whatever reason people express their ignorance, right, the best path forward for everybody is to move, to be able to move beyond that. And, and um, whatever, you know, the, the best way, the, the ways, we've, ways it's been dealt with in the past haven't, haven't been very effective, have been in slow. We don't want to perpetuate the problem. We really, we're better off with in integration. So I'm like, um, Yes, it's them coming in with the attitude now, and, th and that's a difference. But the fact is, there's still a problem. So I'm talking about addressing a problem. And to be very clear on what you're saying, addressing the problem is through integration? No, I'm saying what addressing the, the problem is getting to integration. You get into, an, get into a cohesive society, right? So I'm saying, obviously, that's a circumstance that... Um, is a problem for everybody. Well, not obviously, but yeah, it's a, a problem for a large number of people. And I'm saying going beyond that situation, all right, thank you. Are you, you distracted by the jollof? Go ahead. <laughs> going beyond. Yeah, you know, like where you, you, you know, I remember seeing. Hold this. your horses, Owen. Hold your horses. I remember seeing this program in, in in America in the South, and you had this this guy, and you know, he was like one of the senior people in the clan, and this um, this guy, uh, Jewish guy, who was a reporter. Um, was following him around and, um, you know, they got quite close and then, um, you know, uh, then he goes with him to see, the clan member goes to see his, one of his best customers, who's a black man, right? And he see the way he, he, he dealt with him and it's like, okay, yeah, but he, you know, yeah, but he's all right because he's my, um, you know, my best customer and he's been a customer for a long time. And so what I'm saying is when you're dealing with these things, it's about ignorance. Okay. So there's a lot to un unpack there. Yeah. But before we do that, Chef Naomi's back to introduce us to our next course. So over so, to you, Chef Naomi. Thank you. Um, this is your main course, which consists of jollof rice, uh, vegan and vegetarian friendly, so we don't use any stock meat. Giz dodo, it's called gizzard, which is a mixture of gizzard, diced, fried, and diced plantain, 
sauce in our special sauce, which I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> and then we've got the chicken and fried rice, which is with chicken strips and then normal plantain. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Jollof rice is which which <laughs> blend? Nigerian. Nigerian. He, he wants you to say Nigerian, uh, yeah, Naomi. Nigerian. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to continue the Jollof wars conversation. Thank you very much, uh, Naomi. So, bon appetit, please. So we have a position about a solution, and that solution, to your point, is integration. Mm-hmm. What does integration actually mean? That's not. That's a a, a way. That's an output, but it's yeah. not a method. So I'm going to come to that in just a second because I want to get Lara and Camille to also join in this integration conversation. So Onu, off the bat, said he doesn't agree. Do you agree or disagree um, with what you've heard Paul say about integration when it comes to the Ukrainian refugees? So I'll start with you first, Camille. What I quite liked about what Paul said was... Um I don't know if it's going to be like an information sheet or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. But like I said, if you were actually gonna, if you were gonna actually pick up yourself and go to another country, yeah, surely you would find out what are the religions of that country, what are the dynamics of that country, what kind of food. I mean, I wouldn't just randomly pick a country and not know what goes on there. So on the one hand, and I'm randomly going to say information sheet again. Even if that sheet was the same for Ukrainians, you're going to be going to a place where actually. People aren't just Christian. I don't know if Ukrainians are they typically Christian or Catholic. Yeah, they're Orthodox. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that's what they're used to, then actually you're going to have Jewish people, you're going to have people who are Muslim. I think actually giving people an idea, a picture of where it is, where they are going, so that there's foresight. I think that's probably useful. And obviously I'm about integration. I'm of mixed heritage. So I'm definitely thinking that integration is the way forward. Okay. Lara? Do you agree? Disagree? Um, I agree with my interpretation of the word integration, which is is very different to the word assimilation. Mm -hmm. So you are not... I I would hate to live in a place where we we are effectively saying either you entirely blend in with what we consider the the type of person to be Mm -hmm. here, which in the... in the sense of, of the UK, it'd be very difficult to do that anyway because we have such a such a multicultural fabric to start with, but, well, at the moment. Um, but there is a minimum amount of integration that, and information, I mean, whether it's a sheet or not, information will probably be the, the first step of integration. Um, if we go from the premise that this discomfort that the refugees are feeling comes from a part, place of ignorance, so probably the first step would therefore be information. How do things happen in this country? And I think, so, you know, when, when, when you want to get to your UK citizenship, you do this life in the UK test. I was thinking of that. And you know, some British people can't even answer Exactly. Questions. Okay, but also some of the questions are like, do I really need to know that? You know, so it's, I think that there is um, a version, an upgrade, a beta, whatever it is, of this test that you almost, you know, when you do come to a place mm. and if you come for something like university or if you come as a child and you go through school you have a chance to discover this gradually whereas if you're getting forcefully removed from a place where you were perfectly happy but you did not want to leave or you actually did not want to expand your horizon you were you just wanted to be there 
and all of a sudden you are thrown in a place that is different, no matter how different, you don't get to do this research or this like, where am I going? How does it work there? Mm -hmm. What is expected of me if I want to be part of society there? You don't even know. Um, and to some extent, we, you know, we can argue with it, whether it is the individual's fault for not being informed or their government's fault for not whatever, but the, the, the result is the same. Uh, you know, at least let's get to a point where people know and then we can discuss What's the next Sorry, step? Can I ask you a question? What's this? <laughs> it's plantain and chicken no, gizzard. No, no, that's plantain. That what, is what? also plantain and chicken gizzard. They're both. Oh, it's okay. chopped in a different way. All right. Yeah. So both that's... plantain, but just made in a different way. Right. Cool. May I interject? Yeah, oh, please. Please do. I was wondering why Paul was looking confused. It was about the food, not what she was saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, owner. No, I agree with you. I was just curious. I was like, <laughs> like I want to know. This? Go ahead, <laughs> so I, I'm just thinking back to. Your, the actual question, your original question, which was, it wasn't about integration. It's about them feeling mm -hmm. uh, discombobulated by uh, multicultural Britain. Yes, yeah, so I, I'm, my, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I don't want. Oh, wanna... you don't want to go there right now? No, not right now, because I wanted to make sure that first. Paul's point was addressed okay. before I come back to the question that I'm asking and right. also what ah. the response is. So since his point has been addressed, we can come back to ethnically diverse Britain, religiously diverse Britain is what the refugees are finding it difficult to adapt to. And the conversation veered off into the accommodations we should make for them because of the difficulty that they're finding that they're, that are, that they're adapting to. Yeah, I, I don't agree with making accommodations. So that's I was going to come all. back to. I don't. I don't agree with that because. Okay, so the convers the, the integration conversation is about the the um, accommodations that we make. Yeah, but we've made the accommodations said. already as far as integration goes. That mm -hmm. by inviting the countries open to mm -hmm. Ukrainians to come, you know, as many as, as it seems as many as want to come can mm -hmm. come, whereas the other way around. I'm saying it seems as. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying it seems that. And, and on the other way around, you know, asylum seekers, you know, we hear about boats and being... There was even a conversation about turning them round mm -hmm. and sending them back in the direction they came, they were coming from. I mean, how, how, how impractical is that? They didn't do it, but it was, it was muted. So you want the same energy. The same energy that you're giving in the Ukraines and you need to be giving to everybody. If you're going, if we're going down that road, if we're not going down that yeah. road, then we're not going down that road. Yeah, and then agree. it's a collective, you know, it's uniform. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we have one rule for one and another. And I know that's, that's no, society. That's, that's true. That is society that's as well. True. That is society as well. Mm -hmm. That's no, the government pushing that. But it's not all fingers are, you know, look at your hand, all fingers are unequal. So we don't live, we don't, we don't live in this egalitarian world. You know, we we have to live in the we live in the real world, and it's just not like that. It doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, we'd love it to, but it doesn't. And it, everyone's trying to push for that. That's not That's a bad right, so thing. I don't, so, are you saying we, because we don't welcome all Others. refugees the same, therefore we shouldn't make any there should, allowances? No, there shouldn't to... be. There shouldn't be exceptions. Exceptions should not be made. In in this instance, to especially to people who then have been. Who have been have entered uh, in the community, and as 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 um, Sabrina. Sabrina rightly uh, mentioned at, at the beginning, you know, one one lady in fact has requested to be removed. She was from, she was moved. 
she, she requested yeah, and she was placed in a different place. Uh, come on. I mean, how is that correct? How is that right? What does that say about us as, as a as, as Brits in our uh, in our own country, and someone who's just carte blanche? I don't like uh, yeah. I don't like the ethnic diversity mix here. I need somewhere that's more representative of me. So please move me. But, but so let's let's make sure I know what the positions are at this table. So Onu is no accommodations should be made, or is that is that your position? Yeah. No accommodations should be made. Okay. I want to know the positions of everyone else around the table. So just yes or no, so it's clear what the positions are before we then engage into the debate. So should accommodations be made? Yes or no? Owns a no on that. Laura, yes or no? Accommodations? Yes. It's a yes or no. You can explain what you mean by accommodations, but yes or no? Yes. Camille, yes or no? No. Paul, yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Over to you in terms of what you, how you interpret accommodations. Okay. I completely agree with the fact that if you have come to a place because you were running some, from, from something else, mm -hmm. you do not to come and be picky. We have a saying in Lebanon, shahadum sharat, which means um, you're a beggar and also you have terms and conditions. Mm -hmm. um, so this is why I asked about the word accommodations, because I don't think that anything should change. We, nobody should be changing their behaviors and their, their usual way of living because of that. Uh, but what I'm saying is that if, and I'm not also either suggesting that we need to move every person that needs to be moved, that they will need to spend loads of government money trying to feel to understand how each and every single individual wants to be. This is not at all what I'm suggesting. But I am suggesting that for, to get to a point of harmony for everybody, mm -hmm. there needs to be a minimal amount of exchange and understanding. I wouldn't call this accommodations, uh, but it is something, so I said yes. Okay, Camille. Okay, I said no, and that's partly, I think, so I agree with what Onu was saying. There's so many other people who are fleeing war, fleeing devastation, who are being treated like nothing. And the Ukrainians have been given an extra gold star, extra points, and that's fine. But I don't think that you then, and the fact that they even, the government even had a whole scheme that they were going to pay us to house people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So for me, um, because I do a lot of work as well, working with young people who are homeless, who are coming out of prison, who are care leavers, yeah, who are in this country, who don't actually have access to housing, people living in overcrowded accommodation, mouldy accommodation. I mean, there's about one news report. The amount of news reports of how people are living in this country as is, and it, they were waiting lists. Mm -hmm. Then again, I think you have to have the same energy. The same energy has to be with your residents. The same energy has to be with all immigration. I think you have to have the same energy. So, no, I don't think there should be any additional accommodations. I think it's almost feisty that someone's almost saying, "Can you? are you mad? You're already in a nice home, warm. I'm assuming they've been given access to accommodation, mm -hmm. access to clothing, access to food. And you want to now be moved because you don't know, you don't like who your neighbours are. I think that's feisty. Paul? Can I... Oh. 
one second. Paul's just about to hop in. So go ahead, and then Laura. Um, I'm, I'm saying, I, I said yes, all right, but uh, I think that you know, our positions are very, very similar, mm -hmm. but um, it's just that we interpret it, interpreted the question slightly different. And so I said yes because I think um, that uh, they should, when, you, when you've welcomed someone in, you've brought someone in, right, the, the same way they were willing to provide them accommodation, right, they, there should be some assistance to, to you, you know, like an in, in um, some kind of welcoming when you're bringing somebody into the country to help them to get to get along and part of that get um, and that support to and to, to clarify that support is there. So there are yeah. training. Um, they have diversity and inclusion training for the refugees for them to learn about Britain, to and get so, to know about Britain. So and, that exists. Yeah, and, and so that I, 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 I wanted to let him finish. Come, yeah, yeah go ahead. And, and so and and that's what I'm I, that's what I'm agreeing with. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I think is what has gone has been extremely offensive. The conduct has been extremely offensive, and I'm not talking about the Ukrainians' conduct. I'm talking about the government conduct because, I, um, the way. The, the Ukrainians have been singled out for special treatment, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, like, compared to how so many other people, uh, were, um, refugees, people who are already in, uh, coming from other places, people already in the country, the harshness with which everybody else has been treated, right, makes it the conduct offensive and hurtful. And, and, and I think and that's, what you're, that's what you're hearing there when I'm saying, um, I'm saying that, um, no, there shouldn't be an exception. So what I'm saying is, uh, I don't, I'm saying yes, that they should have that induction because I think the standard of how everybody else is treated should be raised. So I'm not saying that the Ukrainians should be, should be punished, but I'm saying that it's hurtful and offensive how welcoming they've been treated when it, it, when everybody else has been treated so badly yeah and okay. and so it's really pushed in your face and Laura, you were going to respond to camille but yeah, you also disagree with paul so it was it was thinking. it was similar actually in the sense that uh, <clears throat> i mean i don't want to bring another debate topic but palestinians nobody is really caring about anything that they're going 100%. through. Um, that's not a bringing it in, that's just a fact. That's a fact, so let's acknowledge that fact. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you know, and, and we can list the number of countries where, where there is no attention being, being given. Mm -hmm. But, so I am not making the point, none of the points that I was making were specific to Ukrainians. Mm -hmm. I think that they're already having better. I'm saying mm -hmm. in terms of, if we are to aspire to being the best that we can be as a country, mm. anybody, we, first of all, if you don't want to get involved with anybody else, then really don't get involved with anybody else or their politics or anything else. And then maybe you can have you know, a, <laughs> a position as to whether yes or no they'll come into your country. But that's another topic. But what I'm trying to say is that once you have then brought people into your country, not caring about what they are going through is actually not going to be good for anyone. Mm -hmm. So in, in Lebanon, we are a population of 4 million. We have millions of Palestinians. We have 2 millions of Syrians that are there. And the result, because of the numbers, as you can see, is crime, hate, pushing, not getting anywhere. No, and, and, and you can't even blame anybody, because the reality is that there is, no, there is nothing 
that is trying to bring people together, and you're, a you're in a country that can't even function properly for that. So when you're in a country that can function properly for that, what you want to get to is a place where there is less crime, where people do get along. So I, again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm agreeing with the induction type things. I'm agreeing by the fact that anybody coming to the country needs to be clear and held accountable to a few points, including speaking English, because this is what you've been spoken there. It doesn't mean you don't speak your own language, but it means that to communicate with everybody else, this is where you need to be. So these are things that you have to do. By the way, this is, what, this is the history. This is where we're at. These are the religions. This is how you... So it's more about accommodations of learning rather than accommodations of what is it that you want, my lovely, I'll do whatever mm. you want. Thank you for breaking bread with us. It was a pleasure to have you as my virtual dinner guest. Breaking Bread is available where all digital streaming platforms are available. You can also subscribe on YouTube and don't forget to follow, turn on your notifications and looking forward to the next time we break bread together.